Are you a business owner who's fed up with feeling like the world thinks you have to be a boss, babe, CEO, whatever the hell that is, or hustle 24-7 in order to be taken seriously? If so, welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for women just like you who want to find a slow and steady way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not a multi-million pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, business coach and mentor, solopreneur, soul trader, cat mama, and diehard advocate of doing less to achieve more. In Life in Business, I'm going to share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, how to say no to things you think you should be doing, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams come true. Here's this week's episode. As the end of the year fast approaches, it's time to do a review. Now, I don't want you to think about an end of year review like an employee satisfaction survey or an annual review that you would have in a in a world of employment. It's not like that. This is a really good time for you to reflect on what you've achieved this year and refocus your goals if that needs to happen. So I'm going to give you today three things that I suggest that you review at the end of this year. So welcome to Life in Business, the podcast. I'm Libby Langley and I'm a veteran of business, having been in business for over 11 years. And this podcast is designed to just make everything easier for you in business, help you get towards your goals in the easiest and simplest way possible. And for that reason, I am known as the ease queen, because if you can say no to something, then say no to something. (laughs) This is definitely about less achieving more rather than more, more, more achieving more don't need to do that. So the end of 2022, it's a real, it is a real time for reflection and it is a good time to kind of mentally think about what you've achieved. Now, this isn't about necessarily about financial, overall financial performance, because your end of tax year, your end of business year might be a completely different time. Mine is the end of March, as so many businesses are in the UK, certainly because the tax year runs from the beginning of April. But there's something, it's like a psychological end, the end of an actual year. And you know, Christmas is often a time, not for everybody, but often a time where you get a bit of time off and you get to kind of relax and think a little bit differently and perhaps recharge. And it's that psychological ending that makes it a good time to think about what your goals are for the coming year. And they may or may not tie up with your financial year. Like I say, this is this is more about what's going on in your in your head. And the more that you get things right in your head, the more you're going to achieve them. So let me tell you a little bit about my year. My year has been challenging in a lot of ways and the most satisfying year I've had in other ways. (laughs) So one of the really big things that has happened to me this year in my business is that I've done probably my biggest pivot to date. So I, up until the early, I think the first, second quarter, around 
Easter time, April-ish in 2022, I was running a group program, a group business coaching, marketing coaching program, which was successful. I was unsatisfied with it though, because I find group programs to be, I can't get into enough detail with people. That's what I really like to do. I really like to get into a lot of detail and see on someone's face the difference that I'm making. And for me, group programs don't don't do that. You might have, might have a completely different experience of group programs because you might like them because you can help more people at once. But for me, I I like to work one-to-one. So I made the big decision to close my group program. And this was my income generator. This, this was completely my income generator and had been for a couple of years. So to make the decision to close it down was quite a big one. And I knew that it was the right decision for me, but I didn't have a fallback plan in terms of income. So I knew my income was going to take a big hit. And that was something that I was prepared for. I was willing to, I was willing to do and I was willing to, to accept. So I closed my program to focus solely on one-to-one coaching, which is, I say, which is what I absolutely, absolutely love. So in some ways, for me, it's hard to review my year as a, in a financial way because it hasn't been a year of consistency in that regard. So I, I would review my year as an emotional year, massively successful in that regard. And in financial, have to do it kind of just from part of the year onwards because I haven't been offering the services in the way that I now offer the services for the entire year, okay? But what has what happened as a result of me closing my group program to focus solely on one-to-one was, well, flipping heck, things just got easier for me <laughs> because fewer people to communicate with, fewer clients, because one-to-one I only work with um, a very small number of clients at once because it's, it's intensive for both of us, you know. It takes energy um, to hold the space for clients, And so I immediately got rid of quite a lot of communication that I needed to do. And because with my group and because I need fewer clients, my marketing is much easier and much gentler and much, much slower, um, I guess, in that regard, because I need to attract one and one and one rather than big launch cohorts. So for me, as an introvert and somebody who closely manages their energy, it, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So I felt like a huge weight was lifted off my mind and you know, off my shoulders. And that is a wonderful way to measure success and to measure your happiness. Because how you feel about your business is 90% of whether you're going to be successful or not, quite frankly. And I I found having my group program and having to, to launch my group program and all the things with that and maintain a group program, I find it really stressful. I found it really tiring, really draining and unsatisfying. And that is my, from the experience from my side. And I know that the people in the group program had a, had a great experience and it wasn't that it wasn't delivered well. It's just that for me, it wasn't giving me the satisfaction that I wanted from my business. So once I closed it and I took this, um, see this big dip in dip in income. What was quite interesting was that I found the marketing so much easier because I could just talk about the things that I really wanted to. I wasn't 
putting myself in a certain category. You know, I wasn't saying I was going to talk about social media or I was going to talk about marketing or I was going to talk about anything particular. I then liberated to be able to talk about business as a whole and all the multifacets that go into it. And that for me is really, really exciting and really liberating. So my marketing became so much easier for me because I could just talk about all the stuff that I was interested in that was going to help you. And as a result of it, this podcast has been born. And what was interesting about the income was that I immediately found it easy to get clients. And I got, in terms of income growth, I had a 315% growth in the first three months after I closed my group program and focused on one-to-one. And not knowing if I was going to have any income (laughs) was the potential situation when I decided to close the program. But actually, my income grew by 315%, which is phenomenal and which is something that I had not expected to happen. So for me, the simplicity and the ease, I I am a living example of how simplicity and ease and less work can make you far more profit. The easy as that. So the three things that I would suggest that you review at the end of this year, the first one is your goals, okay? Evaluate your goals and where you are. So what goal did you set yourself last year? You know, did you go through the whole New Year's Eve resolution, New Year resolution thing of what you wanted to achieve and how you wanted your year to look? You may well have done that and you may well have set your goal of a kind of lifestyle that you wanted, a feeling that you wanted in your business or a financial goal. And those, whatever your goal was, it's very, it's very personal to you. And when I work with my clients, this is one of the beauties I find of working one-to-one people with people is that because goals are so personal, you can get really, really specific. And if your goal is to work three days a week, but to replace whatever income you had in a full-time job, brilliant. We can work specifically towards that. But if your goal is a purely financial goal, then fine. We can put measures into place that might require working more hours and putting more investment behind it. And again, that's fine. But once you once you know what your goal is, then you can kind of work backwards to see what needs to be done to do it. So when you're looking at the goals that you set yourself for this year, what did you set yourself? What was your goal? And if you didn't have a goal, don't do that again this year. Make sure that you do have a specific goal. Okay. So think about what you set. Think about where you got to. So where are you against your goal? And then how do you feel about where you are against that goal? Now, it's not, you know, you might feel really kind of, oh, I didn't hit my goal. I didn't, oh, I didn't hit my goal. But where are you against it? Are you nearly there? In which case, yay. Was it a massive big stretch goal? And actually what you've, what you've achieved has been pretty darn good. Thank you very much. I will take that as a win. Or if you're miles away from it, what needs to change in order for you to, to hit it? One thing that I would look at definitely in terms of goals and setting a goal for next year is about profit. Profit is hugely important in business. So if you're looking at your numbers to see what your sales have been versus whatever your target was, 
how much of that is profit because that really is the only thing that matters okay look at what your outgoings are versus what your incomings are and you might find that a goal that you want to set for next year is to be more profitable that's brilliant that's a super easy way to achieve more income with uh, doing less work so i'm going to do a future episode about profit and working out your numbers in your business, but it's just to give you a little heads up with it now while we're talking about goals for next year. So the second thing is, first thing is goal, is evaluating where you are against your goal. The second thing is looking at your happiness. And this is something that you won't find in business strategy, goal, end of year review things. You know, it doesn't matter in corporate, really. Um, I can say that from experience. But this is you running your own business and your happiness is everything. Okay, so perhaps this should have been point number one, but your happiness. So what's worked for you this year and what hasn't? And I don't necessarily mean that in terms of you hitting a, hitting a goal, although that is hugely important. But I mean, what have you enjoyed and what have you not enjoyed? Or what have you thought, do you know what, I'm really struggling with this, but I know that once I once I get it over the line, I'll be much more comfortable with it. So what have you really enjoyed this year? I have enjoyed very much launching this podcast. It was incredibly hard work. <laughs> I had no idea how many facets there were involved in a podcast, okay? But I got support, worked with the fabulous um, Rosemary from Too Busy to Podcast, who's got me, got me going with it. But recording the podcast, I love. I really enjoy this. I find it a great way to connect with you and be able to help you a little bit each week with things in your business. So for me, this is something that I've thoroughly enjoyed doing this year, launching this year, and it's something I will continue for the future on a weekly basis. And what I have hated this year or struggled with was, as I've already said, my group program. To say I hated it is is not true. But there was a lot of tech involved in it, um, different systems of which some were quite expensive, different systems to have uh to have it up and running, different funnels to make it work, which some of them were overcomplicated. And this, again, is something that I have learned this year about the e- an easier way to put together a funnel. Again, future episode, listen out for that one. And what the thing that I have struggled with most this year is doing things, trying to be my own coach. And trying to be your own coach uh, is almost impossible, okay? Because you're not objective. You're utterly, totally, completely, 100% immersed emotionally in what you're doing. So signing up to work with a coach has been a big step for me this year. And whilst it's uncomfortable, (laughs) because none of us like to be challenged, but whilst it is uncomfortable, it is helping me get clarity on moving forward. And that's exactly what I do for my clients. Okay, My client said to me the other day that she finds our sessions um, challenging and uncomfortable and... (laughs) (laughs) difficult, but also incredibly motivating because it makes you get things done. And the more you get things done, even if doing those things is saying no to stuff, but getting things done is the way that you'll get ahead. As simple as that. And 
Another thing to look at is in terms of kind of measuring your happiness this year has been what's brought you the most clients? Because the more clients you have, the more money you've got, the happier you are, the easier it is to pay all your bills and the more you can do the lovely things in life that we all like to do. So what is it that you've done this year that has brought you the most clients? You need to look at some data here as well. You can get a gut feel for things, but you do actually need to look at data. So look at your social media and see how your engagement rates have changed or how your follower numbers have increased or what response you get to each thing that you post. And then look at your email list and see how the numbers have grown on your email list, what your open rate has been like over the year, what headline subject lines have worked the best for you in terms of open rates and click rates. And then ask your clients. For me, Instagram is my biggest starting point in terms of the relationship with clients. Generally speaking, they'll find me on Instagram and come over to my email list. So get to know me a little bit more. I email twice a week, every week to my email list and share insights, much like this podcast, share insights, share interesting information, relatable real world ways that you can understand your business better and make it easier. And then they get to the point where, right, now I'm ready. And then we talk and then we have a call and we talk. So for me, kind of that's how it works. But and I know that because I look at the data because I talk to my clients and I talk to people and I ask them. So think for you, what is it that's worked and what hasn't this year? What's made you happy? What you've enjoyed the most and what you haven't really haven't liked doing? Okay. And then the third thing is your focus for next year and scalability. So what is your big goal for next year? What is it that you really want to achieve in the next 12 months? This time next year, where do you want to be? Do you want to be sitting sipping cocktails in the Maldives for two weeks over the Christmas over a Christmas break? Do you want to have achieved consistent 3K, 5K, 10K, 15K months? Do you want to have saved up money for towards a new house? Do you want a new kitchen? Do, what is it that you want? Okay. And that might have changed from your goal this time last year. Absolutely. So my big goal for the next year is to have consistent number of one-to-one clients and nothing else. My goal is utter simplicity. I will have my podcast, I will have my social media, I will have my email list and my book comes out in 2023. And that is what I'm focusing on for 12 months. I'm going for utter, utter simplicity. Uh, for me, that's really important because there's been a lot of change. There's been, we moved house this year. There's been a lot of stuff that's happened and I need I need a year. I need a year of complicity, not complicity, consistency, simple consistency. I mean, I need to be complicit in it, but simple consistency. And that's hugely important for me. And you might be thinking, well, that's not stretching yourself, but it is stretching myself because each of those elements has a very specific purpose. And the consistency of clients is something that needs to be continually worked out. Okay. You can't just sit back and hope that clients come to you. You have to put in the work. 
So for you, when you've set that big goal for next year, how can you break that down? So what is it that you need to do in small chunks in order to help you achieve that goal? Okay, because the smaller the chunks are, the more likely you're actually going to be to do them. Because <laughs> a big chunk is really hard. If you say, right, 10K month, I want, I want 10K months. Well, if you're on a 2K month at the moment, that's a hell of a jump. And how do you do that? You're not going to do that. You might, but you're unlikely to do that by the end of January. So how can you make the incremental jumps to get you to where you want to be, the incremental chunks to get you where you want to be? And then what skills do you need to learn or supports do you need or what can you outsource in order to get you towards your goal? I am outsourcing far more. So I have Rosemary, my podcast producer. I have the dream team of Claire and Lexi who do my website and Claire does a lot of design work for me. Stuff that I always used to do myself, but I've realised, A, I'm a bit shit at most of it, and B, it's just, I just don't have to worry about it. I just say, here's some stuff that I really need to make happen, and these guys just make it happen. And that is such a brilliant thing to do. Yes, it takes an investment, but believe you me, paying someone who knows what they're doing to do their thing is worth every single penny (laughs) ever. So if you need support to do this, don't be afraid to reach out and get the support from from whoever you need. And the easier and simpler you make your business, the faster you grow. That includes getting a team of support. So if you look at my example of simplifying everything for 315% growth, I am proof that simplification works and ease works. So if you're ready, you think now to create a lot more ease next year. You are ready to make more money in less time. One thing that you can do is book a free 30-minute strategy call with me. You can find it at libbylangley.com slash call. And what I'll do is I'll walk you through my proven easy process <laughs> and make sure you um you leave the call with two to three ways that you can have success in 2023. I'm all about giving easy tips. The easier stuff is, the more you can action it and the more that you can actually get get on and do stuff, okay? So you can book a free 30-minute call with me and I'll walk you through this process and make sure you get these two to three easy tips during the call. The link to book that is in the show notes or at libbylangley.com slash call. So today, the three things you can review at the, for the end of the year are your goals. Evaluate your goals. What did you get towards? How far towards your goal did you get? What did you set as your goal? And how do you feel about it? Then where are you on your happiness scale? What's worked for you and what hasn't? What have you enjoyed most? What have you hated and what have you struggled with? And what's brought you the most clients? And then you'll focus on next year. What's scalable? So what's your big goal? How can you break that down into small chunks? And what skills do you need to learn? What do you need to outsource? Or what support do you need to get there? And if you follow this process, you're going to find that next year is just a lot easier because there's a lot less to think about. And the less you have to think about, the more you can get the stuff done that needs to be done. And the better the work-life balance is because 
you've got more time to think, you've got more time to do stuff, all the fun stuff in life. And that's what an easy business brings about. And that is what I am here to help you with. So thank you very much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure as ever. If you have anything that you want me to cover in a future episode, please just DM me on Instagram. I'm at Libby Langley. I would love to hear from you. And I just want to close by saying here's to a happy, healthy and easy new year. Have a good one. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there is an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.